Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Scott. Hey, yo. Is that his younger brother? It's gonna be Jeff. The cream rise to the top for you. And you're listening to all of the great action figures from our good friends at Hasbro. The fully postable. Have your own WrestleMania with all your favorite figures. Wrestling figure. He told separately from LJN. Podcast. And we are the Mount Rushmore of professional <laughs> wrestling. Hey, welcome to episode 236 of the Fully Posable Wrestling Figure Podcast, the longest running episodic wrestling figure podcast going today for the fifth time in our existence. We are now covering San Diego Comic-Con, Scott. This episode, we'll have a little bit at the beginning, but then it's going to go right into SDCC and we're covering a wide range of toys. We got a little bit to talk about for SDCC. I was, yeah, a little bit. Now you got all, now you're all into Joe's and guess what? Now we don't <laughs> shut up this episode. It's going to be a 3-hour episode. If the if the listeners are lucky, yes. <laughs> Scott, how are you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. Peach mango bang running through the veins. Uh my wife and I actually became the unofficial king and queen of Home Depot recently. I don't know if you heard about this. I've uh, been making a lot of runs to Home Depot and Lowe's, and we went into Home Depot the other day. They put a crown on both of us, uh, orange crowns, I should specify, orange crowns, orange capes. They made these special orange push cart thrones for us, and we sat upon those, and they pushed us through the store, and we were picking things off the peg. So unofficially, the new king and queen of Home Depot, the wife and I. Not sure if you heard about this, but uh, it's a fact. It happened. Wait, you guys are, is this like, Jackass the movie where the dude was sitting on the throne in that hardware store. <laughs> so I don't have the VIP status yet to get the toilet oh, okay. installed on my orange throne. I'm, I'm working towards that. But yes, on that level, I am I am definitely working towards the toileted orange throne. I'm almost okay. there, dude. I'm almost there. It'll be a happy day. I'll take pictures and everything. <laughs> well, as we just mentioned... We have got a lot to cover for SDCC this year. We're not only hitting wrestling figures, we got G.I. Joes and maybe a few other things. NECA. So, Scott, we've got a lot to get into. So we're going to just go through our spiel real quick. You guys know where to get the shirts, Pro Wrestling Tees or Whatamaneuver.net. Two new designs up on Whatamaneuver.net. Pick that up. All funds this month go to Rain. And, Scott, what is Rain? Rain, Jeff or rain.org that's r a i n n.org is the nation's largest anti-sexual violence organization and as you stated Jeff all of our proceeds from t-shirt sales for the month of July will be donated to rain you can check them out at rain r a i n n.org and if you guys want to go back and listen to any of our past podcasts you can go you know fullypostablepodcast.com podbean stitcher itunes iHeartRadio, spotify uh, it would be greatly appreciated if you guys could leave reviews on iTunes. Five stars would be greatly, greatly appreciated. And if you want to send us any audio questions, questions, or anything else at all, send it on over to fullyposablewfp at gmail.com. Scott, did you do any finger poke of doom? Yes, I certainly did do a little bit of uh, finger poke of doom, Jeff. Walmart, on their collector con, if you want to call it that, They had put up a bunch of different pre-orders from Marvel Legends. There were some Transformers up there. And, of course, what got my attention was G.I. Joe's. And it was the announcement of the Retro line coming back, 
which the retro line is not the O-ring Joes. They're actually modern Joes, which would be 2007, the 25th anniversary figures. It's mm-hmm. essentially re-releases of those. And they did Storm Shadow, which is a newer figure. It's not a re-release of, at least that I could tell, a re-release of the 2007 and on series. Storm Shadow, Baroness, and Snake Eyes. And the Baroness and Snake Eyes are definitely re-releases. It's essentially just, here's the same mold, release the same figures. Two vehicles, the His Tank and the Awe Striker, which is little, almost like an off-road Joe vehicle. I was able to see them and pre-order them but I chose not to. And why? Because I just did that huge deal with Rev E Hoops in addition to purchasing some other modern Joes. So I passed on the figures. The only thing I bought was the His Tank. I should say the only thing I pre-ordered was the His Tank. Super excited about that. And if future waves are going to be like this, it looks like I'm into this retro series just for the vehicles. Because as I said, I just did that deal with Rev E Hoops and picked up some other figures. So I essentially already have these. I've already got that Baroness. I've already got that Snake Eyes. The Storm Shadow I passed on because I like the other Storm Shadow I got better. So I passed on the figures. The only one that I'm on the fence on is the Awe Striker. And that might be one that when I see it in the store, I pick it up. But I passed on it for now and just got the because I love the His Tank. So I did pre-order the His Tank. I got in on that. They just showed some new classified Joes. Uh, It was Beachhead, Cobra Trooper, Baroness on a Motorcycle, and a new sculpt of Roadblock. So here we go with the re-releases again, because we've already had a couple of Destros, a couple of Snake Eyes, a couple of Cobra Commanders, and now here we go with a Roadblock. But what's cool about the Roadblock is he looks entirely different from the first Roadblock that came out. So that's cool. Different outfit, different head sculpt. Looks awesome. Unfortunately, Jeff, I don't wake up at 6 a.m., they showed the <laughs> they showed the images of the guys the night before and announced that they were going on sale at 9 a.m. Eastern, which on our time is 6 a.m. I'm not a 6 a.m. guy. Even for <laughs> Joe's, I am not a 6 a.m. guy. However, I would have considered it, but I had to text you first and ask if you were going to be up early Friday. You said you were. I asked if you could jump on, pre-order them for me, and i just get you back on PayPal. But, Jeff... You jumped on at six. You were able to load three of the four of them in your cart. When you went to check out, they were gone. Yeah, pretty much, dude. So first off, <laughs> we were recording with Christopher McLeod from the, the Full Force podcast and Eric Arana from Boss Fight Studios the night before. And while we were recording, we literally had breaking news. And that was hilarious, too, because like Christopher's going crazy. Scott can't look at his phone because he has zoom on his phone yeah so they have to keep holding it up to the camera and you're going like oh my god like all three of you were just like going crazy it was so much fun because that's what san diego comic-con is all about is all these new reveals that we're getting and that's that's what i loved so go back and listen to that episode because you can hear christopher and scott and eric just go crazy and i loved it but that news broke the night before while we were recording. So Scott texted me that night. He goes, dude, you're going to be up at six. I was like, yeah. Scott goes, can you pick those up? And I'm like, yeah, sure, dude. I jump on at six legit within about five to 10 seconds. Uh, Cobra trooper was gone like immediately. Yep. And, and why is that Scott? My theory is people like to, to army build. And what that means is you buy a bunch of the grunts, right? So like, 
the Steel Brigade, if they were to release those, you want a bunch of those guys because they're a bunch of no-names, right? You only need one Snake Eyes or one Destro or one Cobra Commander. Well, need is, is a relative term, I guess. But yeah. when it comes to, like, the Cobra Soldier, for example, that's any man. And it always looks cool when you have Cobra Commander or Destro or Baroness or all three and a huge army of Cobra Soldiers behind them. So I think what people were doing is they were getting their Beachhead, one, Roadblock, one, Baroness, one, because that's one individual person. But as I said, the Cobra Trooper could be any man, and they're probably picking up two or three of those at a time, maybe more if they can load their cart with them. So I think that's why the Cobra Trooper sold out quicker was because people like to army build with those. And I saw it with the modern Joes when somebody would host a sale. They always had like one each of the main guys, but when it got to Cobra Troopers, they had a crap ton of them. So that's what I think happened with the Cobra Trooper and why it sold out so quickly. So when I logged on, Cobra Trooper was basically already gone. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to pick up Baroness, throw her in the cart, pick up Beachhead, throw him in the cart, and pick up Roadblock, throw him in the cart. So now I've got three of the four in my cart, right? I go to checkout. I hit checkout, pay now, whatnot, whatever that button is. I go to the next screen and it says your cart is empty. And I was like, what? Now, mind you, to throw Baroness, throw Roadblock, and Beachhead all into the cart took maybe from clicking back and, you know, continue shopping and all that other stuff, maybe took about 40 seconds, 30, 40 seconds in that time right there. Got them all in my cart. Now I'm going to hit click checkout. I hit checkout. Now figure maybe 45 to 50 seconds now. The screen pops up. Your cart is empty. Literally those Joes were gone within about a minute. Maybe about a minute and 10 seconds. If that. That may be even stretching it. And from what I was reading on Twitter. Uh, there was a lot of people that were not getting those. And were not happy campers. Yeah you certainly weren't the only person that didn't get them Jeff. A lot of people were super pissed about it. I guess the silver lining to the dark cloud is that they are going to be in stores here within the next couple of weeks. In fact, some stores have already gotten their stock and people are posting pictures of them finding them inside Target. These are Target exclusive, by the way. So while you may have missed out on the pre-order, all hope is not lost because the Fig Life is already keyed on the Joes. I know good brother Mike helped uh, Brian Breaker get the Destro figure. So the Fig Life is going to be out and about. If you're looking for Joes, Throw up the bat signal and they'll definitely help you out. That's what I'm going to be doing because I'm going to have to go the store option now. I guess maybe when stores start to get stock online, Target Online may get more stock of them as well. So that's definitely something to keep an eye on. But I've been using BrickSeek. So far, all of the targets around us are bone dry on those Joes. So while I missed out on them, I'm not abandoning hope. I'll get them. I'm not worried about it. I know either somebody's going to help me or online will get more stock. So... They'll definitely get into the collection, but I appreciate you, brother, trying to help me out on those because, again, I'm not a 6 a.m. dude at all. Like, <laughs> it would have to be gun to head, wake up at 6. Like, I hate being up early. It's just not my thing. So I appreciate you helping me out, but I did miss out on those. I did get the Hiss Tank on the retro deal. I've read a lot of people just loathing the Classified series in addition to the retro line. Which, when they said retro, they should have clarified, we're not going back to 82, we're going back to 2007. That might have tempered expectations a little bit. But, uh, you know what? Had I not done that huge deal with Revy Hoops, I guarantee 
I would be 100% all over these. You know, I was following different Facebook pages and at Classic GI Joe on Twitter, seeing all these old pictures. And that's really what pulled me back into Joe were all those great memories that those pictures of the older figures brought. And it, that's what kind of sparked this whole thing. Okay, I'm going to start collecting GI Joe again. And if I had just waited maybe another month, I would have heard the news that the the retros were coming back and I probably wouldn't have started jumping so hardcore into into getting those modern Joes, the 2007 and on. But no regrets, man, or no regrets. <laughs> no regrets. No regrets. Not even one letter, really. Uh, nothing, dude. I'm I'm totally cool with the purchase that I made cuz I now I don't have to buy them this way over the the retro pre-order on Walmart because those just like the Target, they didn't sell out as quickly, but they're gone. And I've seen them keep popping back up every now and then they'll get some pre-orders and then boom, they're gone again. So it's something to keep an eye on if you're into it. But for me, I'm not going to be buying the figures until I have one that I don't see in my collection. Because so far, the out of the first three announcements, I've got two of the three. And I like the Storm Shadow that I've got better than the newer retro. And Series 2 and 3 have been announced. I haven't seen pictures of the figures yet. But if they're anything like what I've already got in my collection, I'm going to pass on those two. So really, as I said earlier with the G.I. Joe retro line, I'm just going to be in it for the vehicles, it looks like, because I've already got either the same figure or a better version of it. But again, it's wait and see. I could end up in the store and be like, man, that Snake Eyes is really cool. I've got to take it home. $12.99 isn't going to break the bank, so one or two figures here and there, not a big deal. But, Jeff, with all of the news that we've got coming up for San Diego Comic-Con, I have to get really picky about where my toy money is going. So for me, that rounds out... uh, my finger poke of doom, no wrestling figures. I've got all my pre-orders still all queued up. Haven't gotten any of them yet, but I did a bunch of damage on those about a month ago. So I'm good for right now on the finger poke of doom. So it was funny Wednesday night, dude, I was getting antsy. Like I got home from work and I had all this energy and I was seeing people find the Mattel elite legends with Valentine, Bobby Heenan and razor out and about at target. And I'm like, Man, and I'm checking Brixie. Sorry, I'm checking Pop Finder, and I'm seeing all these fives pop up across the board and around us. And I was like, man, you know what? I'm gonna just go and hit up a few Targets and WalMarts. Also, I wanted to stop by Guitar Center. I got a gift card from work, and I wanted to get a new microphone. So I was like, I'm gonna get a new microphone. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna go hit some Targets. I'm gonna find these Mattel Elite Legends. So I go out, dude. I hit up first target, nothing hit up guitar center. They didn't have my mic. I'm like, God damn it. (laughs) You're striking out. Oh dude. Big time. Big time. So I go to Walmart. They don't have anything. So I hit up Walmart and Pleasanton for some reason. And they actually had those Joe classified. It's Joe classified, right? With Duke, Scarlet and beat not beachhead. I'm sorry. It's Duke, Scarlet, Roadblock, Snake Eyes, and Destro. And yes, that is the uh, classified six-inch series. Okay, so they had Roadblock, Duke, and Scarlet. They didn't have Destro or Snake Eyes. I texted you. You're like, I'm good. So then I go over to Target in Dublin, by, right next to where the old Toys R Us is. Uh-huh. I walk in, and they have redone that Target completely. So I walk in, and their toy aisle is gorgeous, dude. They have got figures galore, except... They don't have anything that I needed. Like, they had the SummerSlam series. They had three AJs. Dude, the forehead on that AJ, holy crap, man. But, so I'm standing there, and I'm like, man, 
I haven't picked up anything tonight. This sucks. I've gone to a couple Walmarts, gone to a couple Targets. I'm, I'm standing at a Target. And there's nothing here. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to pick up a couple of these little Baby Yoda toys for Celeste. <laughs> and they were like little small little desk display type deals. And I said, and I'm going to pick up uh, this Power Ranger. I know somebody on Twitter needed the Black Dino Power Ranger figure. I was like, but I don't know who that was. I can't remember because a lot of people ask for different things, you know, ask for retweets to see if anybody has it. And I remember retweeting somebody, but I didn't remember who. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to just pick it up just for the hell of it. Go check out. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to hit up Alameda Target just to see what they have, right? Go to Alameda Target. They've got nothing. But they had four of those Black Dino Power Ranger figures. Holy crap. So I'm like, oh, I guess this figure isn't going to be plentiful, whatever. I get home, put the figures in the room, because now it's about 9.30. Go to bed. Wake up, and the very first tweet I see is from Handsome Zach asking if anybody had the Black Dino Power Ranger and one other one. And I was like, dude, funny you mentioned that. (laughs) He goes, what? I was like, yeah, man, check it out. And he goes, oh, my God. So, of course, Handsome Zach's awesome. So I was like, yeah, I'll help you out, dude. I sent off his figure today, but in his comments down below, people are like, oh yeah, I'm looking for that one as well. I was like, dude, there was like four of them at our target. So a couple other people were like, dude, would you be able to run back there and grab it? And I was like, well, if they still have it after I get off work. Yeah, sure. Sure enough. I head back there. Dude, they had all of them still. They had all four. Wow. So I picked up three of the four and was able to help out the other people. It's usually, it's, it's funny. Like, I don't like to brag about helping people out, but it was just funny. Like everybody was like, holy crap, I need this black dino power ranger figure. And I'm like, dude, I'm sitting on him out here. <laughs> so that's awesome. You were able to help him out. And how do we do it in the fig life, Jeff? What do we charge? Cost plus shipping. That's it. But as far as wrestling figures, dude, I haven't really seen much of anything. I did jump on a couple pre-orders on Walmart. I got caught up in some figures. I was like, oh, why did I pre-order those? You know, but which ones did you get? I got the Fiend uh, He-Man figure on pre-order. Oh, you're... Okay, so look, you're spoiling our SDCC conversation a little bit here, but it's funny that you mentioned that. This is going to be your first Master of the Universe crossover figure, right? Second. Uh, Yeah, it will be my second because I picked up the Macho Man. Oh, you did get Macho. Okay. Let me rephrase that. Travis Fowler picked up the Macho Man and they gave him an extra and Travis was just like, dude, just go ahead and keep the uh, Macho Man. I was like, all right. So I picked up the Fiend and I also picked up the Snake Mountain Ring with Hogan and Austin. Oh boy. And so begins the slippery slope that is the Motu collection. I won't say any more about what other figures are coming out because we got more coming up in the San Diego Comic-Con reveals. So anyways, Scott, before we jump into the main event tonight... We got two listener questions, and the first one comes from Mike the Cleaner. Let's see what Mike the Cleaner's got to say. Fully posable, Jeff and Scott. What's going on, guys? It's your boy, Mike the Cleaner. I heard the terrible story of Jeff's experience on eBay with the Mr. Perfect figure, so I made a little tutorial, per se, to help out anybody in the Fig Life community that you know, maybe be new to eBay or maybe not know certain things. Um, The couple obvious ones are, first and foremost, read the description. I can't stress that enough. The description will tell you a lot of stuff about it. 
And it, it seems obvious, read the description, but a lot of people don't. They see a great price and they click buy it now and they don't read it. And then they end up getting something that is not what they thought it was because the picture is different because it was a stock photo. Uh, another thing is check their feedback. You know, that's another obvious thing it sounds like, but feedback, you know, if they have some negatives, stuff like that, see what the negatives are for, click on them, do a little investigation, check their other items, see what they're selling, see what they usually sell, things of that nature. Stuff that most people wouldn't know is, Scott, there is no friends and family when paying on eBay. eBay is always going to cover you because it is always going to be paid for as goods. The only way it could be friends and family would be if you sent the seller a message and said, hey, you know, would you take $10 less for this? And they said, sure, send it to me. Friends and family, here's my PayPal address. Of course, you never want to do that because then you're not covered. So you're always covered, just like Jeff is covered for the Mr. Perfect. Um, and I explained to him on a phone call the other day how he's going to go about, you know, getting, you know, either his money back or partial money back. So as far as when I say partial money back, right? When you do get something that's not what you thought it was going to be, talk to the buyer first. A lot of times they're willing to work with you. You know, a partial refund is half of your money back or a portion of your money back, of course. A lot of people are willing to do that if you're willing to keep the figure or whatever the item you have, but it wasn't described correctly. The reason they are willing to do that is because if you open a case, the seller has to cover return shipping. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. eBay makes them cover return shipping. They have to provide you with a shipping label. And if they don't, eBay will just yank the money out of their account and they will put it back in your account and you will keep the item. So they have to provide you with a shipping label. As far as what happened to Jeff, the stock photo, okay? Here's how you're going to be able to defer stock photos versus regular photos. When you click on an auction, 90% of stock photos have a white background on them. Also, 90% of stock photos will have just one picture, just a picture of the item. It'll look like something you see on Walmart. Those are stock photos. When it's going to be a photo that somebody took, like me or you or anybody else, of course, there's going to be stuff in the background. You're taking a picture from your house right? There's also going to be multiple photographs. There's going to be pictures of the front, the back, the sides, things of that nature, so that they can describe it a little bit better. Um, that's obviously going to be what you're going to want to look for, stock photos versus the other ones, because the stock photos, a lot of the times, the sellers don't even have the item in hand. They do what's called drop shipping. They never even have it in their hand. You'll see that they're located in Jersey, and you'll get a shipment from California they never even had that item. They bought it for $40. You paid them $50. It was shipped to your house. You never saw a picture of it because they never had a picture of it. Okay. Um, as far as, you know, with the sellers as well, check what else they're selling. You know, if they have a thousand items for sale, odds are pretty good that a lot of their photos are going to be stock photos because they don't have time to take photos of a thousand different things and put them on. But as far as, you know, the opening a case as well, it's it's very easy to do. And you only do that if the buyer is or excuse me, the seller is not willing to work with you, which is very rare. So hopefully these couple little things help out, 
you know, as far as stock photos versus, you know, regular photos, um, you know, different things as far as opening a case to how to go about um, just buying smarter on eBay and, um, you know, not falling into this buying something that you're not going to get. It's not the correct thing. It's not it's not the picture of what you're going to receive. So hopefully this helps out a little bit for the fig life guys. Um, I have been on eBay since 2001 buying and selling. I have had numerous, numerous amazing deals that I have got on there. But also I had to learn the hard way in learning all the stuff that I had just told you guys about on my own. So hopefully this helps everybody out. You guys can shop smart and get the stuff you want, get it at a great price, but also make sure that you're getting exactly what you see in the photos. So with that being said, I don't want to take up more of your time. This is already almost six minutes. <coughs> Fig life for life. I'm out. Scott, you were talking about how you and Shannon are the king and queen of Home Depot. Mike the Cleaner is not only the DTF security, he is also the king of eBay. And man, the knowledge that guy has regarding eBay. He called me on Sunday and he's like, Okay, here's what you're going to do. He goes, contact the seller. And I was like, I already did that. He goes, okay, send him one more message. And then if he doesn't get back to you within 24 hours, hit up eBay and let them know what's going on. And I was like, all right, sure enough, dude. I hit up the seller. Yeah, about 24 hours later, guess what happens, dude? They sent it back. They said, we're sorry you're not happy with the product. We're sorry it came in damaged. We recommend that. If you do want mint on mint card, which I found out was actually a spawn thing back in the day. And I guess that was big on the spawn message boards. The McFarland message boards was mint on mint card. I didn't know that, Scott. Oh, interesting. Well, weren't the spawns like the first couple of series in plastic bubbles? And then I think like the second or third series, they moved them over to the cardboard backers. That's what I thought, too. Yeah, because I remember. Do you remember the Malabolgia figure, that huge hulking? I think it was in series two or three. And a lot of those, the bubbles were falling off of the card. The seller got back to me and said, mint on mint card. We mean the card is mint and everything is mint on mint card. I was like, I've never heard that before, but they've already sent me a partial payment, which I asked for and everything's good. Everything got resolved. I followed Mike the Cleaner's advice to a T and I got my partial payment. That's what I asked for. They were more than happy to oblige. And I was like, cool. I'm happy. So no reason to go to eBay. No reason to do anything else. Um, they did say that if you're looking for mint on mint card, maybe not look at them in the future. That's good to know if I ever need some loose figures, I guess. Yeah, there you go. Now you have a connection for loose figures. That's a good thing. Yeah. Mike the Cleaner, thank you very much for helping me out, dude. I was just ready to go to eBay and just kind of report it. But he, as he said, just go and give them one more chance. And like cleaner, dude, he's like, yeah, I sell a mess load of stuff on eBay, dude. He goes, you're, trust me, this is how you should handle it. And I'm like, perfect. And that's what I did. And he helped me out through it. Good stuff. Right on. Thank you, cleaner. And Jeff, I'm glad that you can put this thing to bed. That was great information from the cleaner. And if you're new to eBay, you haven't really used it before. Uh, us veterans of eBay. Well, I guess I can't call myself a veteran. I thought you could do goods and services versus friends and family, but listen to the man. He knows what he's talking about. It's, it's stuff that sounds basic when you hear it, 
but it's good information for the noobs to eBay because it's stuff that you wouldn't think about. Great information on the stock photos from top to bottom. Great explanation from the cleaner. Thank you, sir. Yeah, thank you very much. Thank you for the phone call last Sunday. That helped out immensely. Thank you for the advice. And everything's good to go. So thank you very much, Cleaner. As I said, Scott, he's the king of eBay. Like you and Shannon are the king and queen of Home Depot. <laughs> Rocking the orange crowns. <laughs> well, eBay has different colors in their logo. so <laughs> Yes, they do. <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much, Cleaner. Scott, next question comes in from Soda Hunter. Soda Hunter says, I'm aggravated. Uh-oh. That's an interesting way to start off a, uh, a listener email. So let's continue and see what he says. I'll start by saying I'm not a He-Man fan. Nothing wrong with it. It just came a hair before my time and I never got into it. But I was into the Hasbros. So when Mattel does the retro line, I blindly got into it full force. Like the full force podcast. Check them out. Yes. Yo, Joe. <laughs> full force. <laughs> <laughs> Collecting every single one of them. Taking a step back, I see reused parts and actions across the board and bad paint applications. With the exception of maybe three or four figures, it's honestly a waste of brilliant idea. The most innovative thing they did was give Ric Flair the backwards clothesline so he can chop. The ring was also great and in my opinion, better than the version they were mimicking. And isn't that the point? Take a design 30 years old and improve it if possible. Who did this line? It had to be someone who just didn't care or get what they were supposed to do. They just cranked out cheap, poor quality products with flimsy, boring cards and said good enough. Then I look at the Motu WWE Universe line and I see originality and creativity. I see battle damage, unique designs, multiple rings, great gimmicks like rotating faces and glow in the dark. I see sturdy, creative cardboard cards that are perfect. Where was all this with the retro line? If they cared as much about the line as they do about the master's line, we'd be talking about series 20 right now. I'm happy for anyone who's getting their nostalgic rocks off with this master's line, but I'm so disappointed I couldn't have that with the retro line. Soda Hunter. Well, it's hard to argue, right? There is a ton of creativity going into the Motu crossover line. And I think in the grand scheme of things, we were probably lucky to get a ring with the retros. Uh, they did bring in the the kick, right? Nakamura had it. Sami Zayn had it. They had the chop motion for Flair. That was cool. But why didn't the ring come with a title belt or two title belts? Why was the ring the only accessory we got? They had a chance to take what was Hasbro and really put a new polish on it and put their own spin on it. And really all we got was one new mechanism. So I don't really disagree with Soda, but let's look at the silver lining, right? Maybe they hit the pause button on the retro line because they saw it going down a path they didn't like, be it lack of creativity, lack of sales, lack of distribution. And they had to reset and hopefully relaunch it later with a better purpose and a better drive to it and I hope that's why it's on quote-unquote hiatus right now in that they're going to bring it back with a better distribution plan and more accessories better polish you know better names as well give us more legends they were doing really well at the end there and I think we'd all love to see more legends involved in that retro line hopefully it is coming back because in agreeing with Soda, I think it really kind of went out with a thud. Yes, we got Diesel. That was great. I loved it. 
but it really didn't do anything aside from the diesel edition that was like, wow, this is great. We're getting it. I mean, we're probably never going to get the orange card series, right? That's not going to happen. We may get a Jeff Jarrett, maybe a Mabel, but we're never going to get the full orange card series. But giving us diesel was cool, but they could have done so much more. Hopefully that's why they hit the pause button and they bring it back with a better polish. I guess that's the best way to put it. I, I want to see it come back, but as Soda said, let's put some of that creativity that's in the Motu line into the retro line. Well, we got JYD, we got Elias with a guitar. I thought that was kind of cool. Were there some misses? Yeah, absolutely. You know, and we were getting duplicates though. Almost right off the bat, we got two KOs. You know, what was that for? True. And I understand Uh, they they lost some names that were supposed to be in it. You know, Enzo was supposed to be there, Cass was supposed to be there, I think Pac was supposed to be there, or Neville. So they had names they had to replace. So of course, let's just slap paint, new paint on this guy and just re-release them. That sucks. It happens. We move on. But go ahead. I'm sorry. I cut you off. It's just ugh, frustrating when I talk about the retros, man. I want them back. <laughs> but we got a lot of good things out of that. We got the ring, which I thought the ring was fantastic. Yeah, but we didn't get title belts with it. That's fine. But we got an updated Ric Flair better than the Hasbro. We got Diesel. Like you said, we got JYD. We got a fantastic gold dust. I mean, there was a lot of good with that line, but obviously they weren't seeing it over there. They just weren't feeling it. So they had to hit the hiatus button and that's what they did. But in hitting the hiatus button, they brought out the Motu line and the Motu line is doing, in my opinion, way better than the retros ever did. I agree with you on that 100%. And there are so many factors that are going into that. Customizers. Customizers are having a field day with these. He-Man enthusiasts. They're having a field day with these that are also wrestling fans. They're having a field day with this. They're loving it. Remco collectors. They're loving it too because it's almost like a Remco continuation. Exactly. So there's three different elements that they are hitting with this line. And I had to come on the show and admit fault. I was like, I messed up. You know, this line is doing fantastic, and this is great for everyone. And it's great for the He-Man fans. It's great for the customizers, Remco fans. It's just, it's hitting so many different areas that it's succeeding. And I'm happy because if you guys keep pumping money into this series, that money filters over into another series and creating another series or doing something else. It just helps feed the addiction for all of us because they're going to come out with something else. So it's kind of like one hand feeds the other for sure. And it continues to get better too. It seems that every series you're like, Oh man, that's cool. How do you top that? And then the next series, they do top that. I can't collect these. I cannot put my funds. I loved He-Man as a kid, obviously loved WWF WWE as a kid, but I just can't sink my money into this. I can't, there's way too many wrestling figures coming out from a bunch of different companies I'm full on back in a GI Joe. I cannot put my money into the Motu crossover line. But with that said, if I had unlimited funds at my disposal, I 100% would own every ring or playset. I would own every figure, maybe multiples of them so I could hang them up and have them loose. Because as I mentioned, these things are like Remco crossovers as well. I love it. I think it's great. I just can't collect it. It's cool. I I already think it's better than the zombies and the monsters line. Those were creative, but this is like next level. This is taking He-Man and WWE and really mashing it together and telling a story. I love it. I think it's great. And as you said, Jeff, 
Let's keep pumping money into it. If you want this to continue, keep pumping money into it. And it's just great for the WWE Mattel brand overall. It just helps everything involved. So kudos to Mattel, man. They took a chance and it's really paid off. So Scott, I have a feeling this will not be the last time we are talking about the Motu line. We have got a lot coming up and I am excited because this is the first time in five years that we're not only talking wrestling figures, we're going to be diving into other stuff. Maybe NECA? Maybe G.I. Joe? Huh? Huh? Maybe? But enough of us goofing off. I think it's time to jump into San Diego Comic-Con 2020. Oh, you gonna learn today. Scott, before we hit up San Diego Comic-Con 2020, 20, why don't you get into our good friends over at FOCO? Jeff. Yes. Do you want to prove you're the undisputed world heavyweight champion of WWE fandom? Of course you do. FOCO.com is here to help. With FOCO's WWE bobbleheads, you can visit Suplex City with Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman, let in the fiend Bray Wyatt, and break some glass with Stone Cold Steve Austin. FOCO's line of WWE bobbleheads includes all your favorite superstars and legends from then, now, and forever, including Becky Lynch, The Rock, Ric Flair, John Cena, Seth Rollins, AJ Styles, Ronda Rousey, Andre the Giant, and more. These bobbleheads from FOCO are handcrafted and hand-painted to depict the biggest names in sports entertainment, making them must-haves for fans and collectors alike. Don't miss out on these awesome collectibles. Head to FOCO.com now. That's FOCO.com, F-O-C-O.com, where at checkout, enter code WFP10, and you can save yourself 10% off on everything in your cart, including the new Edge and Triple H bobbleheads, including the Hulk Hogan and Undertaker ones that came out a few months ago. At checkout, WFP10, save yourself 10%. Edge and Triple H are up for pre-order right now. Edge is doing his metal horns. Great sculpt on that one. Triple H, he's got the hammer. And it looks like he's kind of run into the ring, but it's great sculpt on him as well. Check out our buddies over at Foco.com where it is 10% off everything in your cart. Hit him up. Scott, San Diego Comic-Con is upon us. It had a different feel this year, I have to admit, but that's the way 2020 is. So without further ado, should we get into it? I can't wait. It's like waking up Christmas morning, dude. And I know I've said that before, but the excitement around San Diego Comic-Con and all the cool reveals that we've seen, it's the anticipation. We don't know what's coming. And it's logging into social media or logging into an event that they're hosting and seeing all these cool reveals. It's like waking up Christmas morning and just getting a bunch of surprises underneath the tree. I love it. As I mentioned earlier in the show, it is going to be a bunch of different toys. We're going to be hitting up NECA. We're going to be hitting up Super 7. We're going to be hitting up Mattel. Scott mentioned G.I. Joe earlier in the show. That was it for them. But we're going to be hitting a wide range of toys because it was a great time this year. I got to admit, it was a little bit less stressful, but it was great. Without further ado, let's get into San Diego Comic-Con 2020. Scott Super 7 dropped some news last week right after we recorded. Ryder and Hawkins are getting two figures from Super 7. They will have four heads total figures of themselves, which is actually kind of unique. That's something thinking outside the box. 
extra hands and mics. Now, also, Gallows and Anderson will also be getting figures, but they did not have the grayed out renderings for them. Sticking with Super 7, I'm going to have you start off with the ghost figures. Yeah, this one was awesome. This one was announced on Friday, and they had teased that something was coming from Ghost. And what they put out was a really, really cool three and three quarter inch figure to go in their their family of ghost figures. Now, it's uh, and Shannon's gonna kill me if I'm wrong on this. Papa Nihil or Papa Papa Nihil N I H I L. It's the one that plays the the saxophone, or as you'd like to call it, Jeff, the saxophone. In <laughs> and I'm gonna pronounce the song name wrong. It's Miasma or Miasma, Miasma. That's a weird song name. <laughs> it's the older looking Papa and he plays the saxophone in that song and it's a figure it's it's almost like a cross shaped package with Papa Nihil I think that's his name inside the bubble and his saxophone or saxophone if you will and really really cool very unique packaging and of course as soon as Shannon saw it drop she had to buy one I didn't even know it had been released yet and Shannon sent me a text message with a picture of the Papa figure and was like, I just ordered this for myself. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I had no idea it was released yet. So of course I then had to take a picture of it and send it over to Steve Hoker because he also collects the Super 7 Ghost figures. So that one has already been purchased. I don't know if there's any left, but head on over to Super 7. Check them out if you're interested in that Ghost figure. All right, so we got a Darth Nihilus figure. Not Darth Nihilus, Papa Nihil, Jeff. And also Darth Nihilus, I don't believe, played a saxophone. <laughs> the packaging did look great i was like oh man even i'm starting to look at those like i like ghosts but i'm not the biggest ghost fan you should be <laughs> well shannon's like the biggest ghost fan like i know yeah well her and steve hoker they're right up there but dude even i was looking at it like oh man i cannot i cannot like i can't even with you get away from me <laughs> <laughs> well my hope is that with the announcement of the king diamond ultimate figure that they're going to go into Ghost because I know those Ghost figures sell really well. They've done three of the three and three quarter inch figures. Two of the three have sold out. I think they only have the black edition left. And then now with the addition of the Papa Nihil, they currently have two available on their site. But with the first two releases selling out super fast, I can't see them not including Ghost into the Ultimate line at some point. And just getting King Diamond into the Ultimates, I think just opens up the door for Motorhead, Slayer, Megadeth, all the other ones, and Iron Maiden as well, all the other ones that are in their music family on Super 7, now that door is open for Ultimate figures, which I'm super excited about. Other toys revealed from Super 7, the Haunted Mansion Hitchhiking Ghosts from the Haunted Mansion ride were also shown off. Did you see those, Scott? I did. I think that they are awesome. The price point for me is a little bit steep. $60 for three three and three quarter inch figures. Ooh, I mean, I, I know that it's a $20 a figure model that they've got going, but it, 60 bucks for three, three and three quarter inch figures is a little bit pricey. But if you are a Disney and or Haunted Mansion fanatic, this is definitely a beautiful add to your collection. The packaging is fantastic. The figures themselves look great, really upholds the tradition of the three and three quarter inch figures. A lot of detail. They look fantastic. And again, if you are a Disney or Haunted Mansion enthusiast or fanatic. These are definitely figures you're going to want to add. For me personally, if they were more around the $40 price range, it's something that I would get for Shannon to put because our house is Halloween themed. It would be something cool to get for her to put into her collection. But just $60 is a little bit much for a smaller scale figure like that. Just for me personally. I'll agree with you, man. That 
price point was just too much. Even I, I love Haunted Mansion. I love the Haunted Mansion ride at Disneyland, uh, whatever it may be. But same thing over here, dude. That price point was just too much. A little steep. Love the figures. Love the packaging. Just price point for me on that one, especially with everything that we have coming up. Sticking with other toy lines, NECA, Back to the Future toys. They will be in the traditional NECA packaging where the front folds open. Back to the Future box art that is very similar to the VHS tape with Marty or Michael J. Fox looking at his watch. And Back to the Future 35 in the lower right-hand corner signifying 35 years of Back to the Future. Now, the figures that they came out with, they came out with a Doc Brown has two heads. What I loved, and I absolutely love this one, dude, is they had the blueprints of the high school as one of the accessories. They came with a wrench, a diagram of the flux capacitor, and the letter that he wrote Marty. Extra head will be Doc Brown's kind of like shocked yelling face kind of. I love it. That head sculpt is so good. Christopher Lloyd nailed that. So anyways... That will be the first one. Next one is Tales from the Space Edition. This is Marty dressed up in that yellow, man, hazmat suit, almost like. (laughs) Yeah, when he goes to talk to his dad and he plays Van Halen in his skull. Yeah, yep. He will come with a hairdryer, Walkman. See, Walkman are coming back, Scott. (laughs) I guess they are. This is the, what, the second mention of Walkman in the last three weeks? Maybe they are coming back. (laughs) Marty dressed in that yellow space outfit, with an extra Marty head where the kind of the hazmat suit head covering is flipped up and it has Marty's head right there. And then the last one is Marty McFly where he will have the vest, backpack, he has a guitar, skateboard. Now I loved this accessory. The old school video camera that Marty would carry around and film. Yes. And they nailed it to a T. I love that. And has an extra head with sunglasses. And last... They also announced Back to the Future Toonie figures, kind of replicating the cartoon of Back to the Future. Has Marty, Doc, Biff, and Doc Brown's dog. I love these, dude. Now, am I going to get them? It's going to be one of those where I get to Target and I'm going to be like, oh, man, do I, don't I, do I, don't I, you know, price point, you know, do I have the money? It's There's going to be so many factors. But being a huge Back to the Future fan, I may just end up getting one or two i gotta get that doc brown because i love the accessories the blueprints the extra head loved it the marty comes with that video camera i don't know dude it's gonna be a close call on that one it is and here's the thing is why did it take so long for us to get back to the future toys like this you think about the 80s toys namely you go back to dukes of hazard right we got a general lee that had an op- a top you could flip open on the flag on the top of the car you could flip it open and put your three and three quarter inch Bo and Luke Duke figures inside the car. Why didn't we ever get a DeLorean, Marty and Doc figures to go with the DeLorean back in the 80s? That is, to me, is a huge missed opportunity for any toy manufacturer in the 80s to jump on the Back to the Future line. We never got that. I think we got maybe like little die casts, but we never got figures and playable vehicles. We even had an A-Team van that you could pop the top off of and put all of the A-Team inside the van, put the top back on, and you are in action. I think it's a big missed opportunity, but I guess the saying is better late than never. So here are Back to the Future toys, and let's not forget too, Jeff, Super 7, we're getting a Marty from Back to the Future 2, and he comes with the hoverboard. 
Really cool, like, retro packaging. It's Marty from Back to the Future 2 with a hoverboard. So Super 7 is jumping in on these. And it's in the 3 and 3 quarter inch scale. I just got to think back to the 80s that if they had had a 3 and 3 quarter inch line with a DeLorean that you could fit Marty into or Doc, you could have done the whole cast of characters, Biff, the mom, the dad, everybody. You could have even done Marty's Toyota truck that was awesome. I think that's a missed opportunity. But again, better late than never. We're getting them now. I would love to see Super 7 do a vehicle with a Marty. I think that would be awesome. All right, everyone. We must jump back into wrestling figures now. Enough talking about other toys. It's time for wrestling figures. So we're going to start off with AEW. Now, what Jeremy did is he did release rendering images of certain figures that will be coming out. So I'll start off with Pac. Pac will have, it looked like two heads, one with hair in front of his face and then the one where the hair was kind of pushed back. Oh, wait, that wasn't Drew McIntyre? <laughs> or Seth Rollins? No? No, Scott, no. Oh, my bad. Okay. I thought maybe they jumped ship. Orange Cassidy, they did show off how the the hands were kind of placed by the pockets. So they didn't actually show it in the pockets, but they did show off the Orange Cassidy figure. Pockets. Yes, Pockets, Scott, as you like to call him. Pockets. And they also showed off Darby Allen. The regular one will be unpainted. It will come with a jacket. The limited will be Darby painted with a skateboard. Those will be Series 3 of the Unrivaled Figures. Yeah, I'm excited, Jeff, if the figures are even close to what the renderings are. And I was just joking about the Neville or the Pock. That's a really, really cool-looking figure. I like that Darby is the variant. They can do a lot of different things with his paint now. Plus the skateboard inclusion, that's awesome. But you've got to look at Orange Cassidy as the one that everybody is going to be clamoring for in Series 3. That dude is so... And I joke about him, the whole pockets thing, whatever. That dude is so over in AEW and has such a fanatic base that his figure is going to literally fly off the pegs. I would imagine when the pre-orders hit on him, it's going to be through the roof. That is going to be the hottest figure of Series 3, I'm telling you right now. Especially if you can put his hands in his, what, Jeff? Pockets. If you look at his t-shirt sales on Pro Wrestling Tees, dude, they're always in the top 10. Like, no matter what, Orange Cassidy shirts are always in the top 10 on Pro Wrestling Tees. And I think that's going to translate over to figures. I think that's going to probably be the hottest figure out of Series 3. Yeah, good on him getting that character over. And you're go you've already seen it in t-shirt sales. Now you're going to see it in action figure sales as well. It is time for WWE Mattel. Scott, are you ready? Yes. Normally I'm asking you if you're ready. But yes, I am ready. My soul is ready, Jeff. Scott, we're going to start off with Basic 113. Mia Yim, blue and black hair. Humberto, he'll have white and blue gear. Now these are basics, remember. And Tegan Knox, green and black gear with two knee braces. Two. Count them two knee braces. That will be each one's first figure. Now, jumping over to basic 116, Dakota Kai. She'll have a black shirt that says Capcota and a white knee brace. Basic 117. Now, mind you, these were all renderings. There was no prototypes or anything shown. Basic 117, the figure that everybody has been clamoring for, Tony Storm. Dude, yes. I am very excited for Storm's first figure. Cannot wait. All right, let's jump over to the Survivor Series series. 
Drew McIntyre, extra head with hair in front of his face and a raw shirt. There is going to be an old school looking John Morrison. He'll be coming with sunglasses and the old school SmackDown tag title. Very, very cool figure. Very cool figure. I really like that one a lot. And you had to wonder when the Morrison figures were going to start hitting. Well, here you go. And I love that they went old school on him in this one. Kane, red, black, and gray outfit. It was a red outfit, but it, the flames on it were kind of black and gray. Really cool figure. With a Survivor Series chair. And last in that series, Samoa Joe SmackDown t-shirt and towel. Kane and John Morrison, I'm getting. Those were the two I would thought, oh, these are fantastic. Yeah, that I really out of that, the Morrison figure for me is the star. That one is great. Now we're going to go over to the WWE Fan Takeover Series 1. Now these will be Walmart exclusives. What these figures were is they were put up to a vote on WWE.com and you got to choose the gear that people were going to be wearing for the figure. So, Series 1, Seth, he'll be in black and gold. Adam Cole, NXT World Title with the Undisputed Era hands. Shayna Baszler, towel and hands to do her hand gesture as well. And last, Ricky Steamboat with IC title with white gear on. So basically his elite flashback, correct? Just minus the jacket? Minus the jacket. Nice. That's cool. So everybody that missed out on that Ricky, like I was one of those at one point, Jeff, until you hooked me up a few weeks ago. Now is your chance to jump back in on that one. And I really, really like the concept of this one, the Fan Takeover series. It's such a cool idea. It's very interactive. It gives the fans a say. And while you may not like some of the choices, I've seen people complaining about one of the figures that's going to be coming up in Series 2 that you're about to discuss, Jeff. But very, very cool concept. And it gives you a say in what figures are going to hit the peg. So good on Mattel for that one. I like that idea a lot. Jumping over to WWE Fan Takeover Series 2. Johnny Gargano in Wolverine gear. Randy Orton, 2003-2004 era with IC title. X-Pac in NWO gear. And last, Christian with his blue hit the switch shirt. Boy, did people go off about that Christian, man. Uh, Go off in a good or a bad way, Jeff? In a bad way. Oh, gotcha. I, I saw one person that said, if you voted for this Christian, unfollow me now. <laughs> Wow. Well, that's funny because I was reading something similar for the X-Pac. So that's two figures out of that series that people were pretty upset about the way the voting went. But much like voting for the president, if you don't like it, jump on and do something about it. Cast your own votes because I'm sure the series is going to continue assuming the sales are good on it. So get your votes in on series three and four when they pop up. Again, this is going to be Mattel all the way through from here on out. So let's jump over to Motu Wave 4. You guys saw this, Mr. T. Jake Roberts. Now, Scott, can you explain this one? He was part snake, like he had the snake scales and had the tongue out. Can you explain this one? Who was this supposed to replicate in the He-Man line? I want to say it was King Hiss. Now, again, once you get past like two or three series of He-Man, I'm kind of out because I don't have a good memory of He-Man characters. I, I remember Fisto. But a lot of the other ones have passed me by, Jeff. But I believe this Jake is based on King Hiss. Now, it's weird that he shifts between Human Jake and Snake Jake. So I don't know if that's going to be some sort of snap-on plate that goes over the front of him. Or if it's going to be like some color change gimmick where you, like, you get him wet or something. Or you put him in the sun and he changes. I'm, I'm not really sure how that feature is going to work. But it's some sort of poison gimmick. And he comes with a snake, and I I really want to think, if Mr. T wasn't in this Wave 4, 
Jake would be the big hitter in wave four, but it's certainly going to be Mr. T. And let's also point out, Jeff, on Mr. T, that's his WrestleMania one gear he's wearing in that. Very good. So they finally did his WrestleMania one gear, but in Motu form. Yes, but you've got to figure with the hysteria that is surrounding the Mr. T figure announcements in the Mattel line, they're going to pump out every single Mr. T they can think of. And we're for sure going to be getting a Mr. T WrestleMania one in the elite line at some point. To round out wave four, Seth Rollins and The Fiend. That will be Motu wave four. Some of those already went up on pre-order at walmart.com. Yes, they did. How good is that Fiend, dude? We've often talked about how The Fiend was almost created to be like a cartoon character or a comic book character and most certainly an action figure. And I love this Motu figure. And I'm starting to get those pangs of regret a little bit that I didn't jump into this one earlier. Again, I'm not a big fan of the the so-called gimmick lines. And to me, the Motu crossover, much like the Turtles crossover, was kind of a gimmick thing. I got one. I got the Macho Man and the Turtles line. And if I'm going to buy one in the Motu, I don't know if I am or if I'm not. But if I had to buy one, it's going to be that Fiend figure. It is so good. That Wave 4, in my opinion, is the best wave of all the Motu so far. It's outstanding. And the inclusion of that Fiend, oh my goodness, that is an awesome figure. Jumping up to Motu Wave 5, Becky. So we have our first female figure. She will come with a serpent walking stick. Uh, What kind of walking stick, Jeff? A, a serpent. Okay, and what was the one that Evil came with? A walking stick. A, a dragon walking stick. A dragon it? walking, yes, yes, yes. Okay, so we're going to have, now it's going to be a string of walking sticks that come with people. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, he has had a dragon on his back that was really, really cool. You know what's weird is I think Jason Wolf actually sketched something like that a couple years back. I wasn't going to say anything. Yeah, it's almost like the dude has like a crystal ball sitting in front of him and he can predict what's coming. It's very weird. <laughs> moving on, moving along, Roddy Piper with battle armor chest plate. So they're bringing back the chest plate that was battle armor damage like Macho Man. I can't get enough of that one. It is so good. That Piper. Oh my goodness. So now maybe I'm buying two. <laughs> and he will be coming with a blue axe and Macho Man in the NWO colors. The rendering for the Macho Man in the NWO looked like his retro figure. Yeah, it kind of did. You're right. And I'm sorry, Jeff, I kind of ran over you on the Becky with the walking stick uh, comment, but Becky does come uh, with a shield that says the man on it. Oh, thank you. I jumped over that. I'm sorry, dude. Oh, no, no. I cut you off. So my apologies. But I think she's supposed to be representing Tila, if I'm not mistaken. Tila was one of the first females in the uh, Masters of the Universe line. And I believe that's who Becky is modeled after. And again, don't quote me on the Motu. My memories of the Motu line are pretty foggy from the 80s, but I remember Fisto. So we're getting a Tila Tequila figure. Tila. <laughs> what? I'm not touching that one. Moving on. <laughs> also, they showed off the Snake Mountain ring that we have seen with Hogan and Austin. Now, jumping over to ringside exclusive, we are getting Bray Wyatt Firefly Funhouse look. He'll be in a red sweatshirt, the dark pants. A lot of people were upset about this figure because you could see his belly button, which I I do admit is kind of weird looking, but at the same time, I didn't think it was that bad because you're getting all the puppets. Yes. No, not true. You're not getting Husky the pig. And that was the one I wanted. Husky the pig. I wanted the Vince, which comes in this one. 
but Husky the Pig does not come with this one, Jeff. Thank you. I was about to finish that. <laughs> Sorry, I was very upset. <laughs> you cut the rock off at second base again. <laughs> but yes, uh, you're getting all the puppets minus Husky the Pig. So you were disappointed about that, huh? I was very disappointed about that. If you're going to do it, do it up, do it all. Give us all the puppets. I don't know if he's planned for a future release. If Husky the Pig didn't sign off on having an action figure of himself made, I don't know what the deal was. <laughs> I'm not a fan of the belly button showing through the shirt. And I actually passed on this one. I'm, I'm not pre-ordering it. And I've been talking for... <laughs> Do you think it's true? Do you think Husky didn't sign off on having an action figure of himself made? I, I know I'd hold out. I'd be like, look at that belly button on the shirt. I'm not in. Nope, I'm not, I'm not signing off on this. I think Husky held out for the right reasons. Same reasons I held out on not pre-ordering the figure. And I'm upset, dude, because I wanted this figure a lot. But there's just... It's okay. And I don't want to pay a premium price for a just okay figure. I don't know. I, I'm going to hold out because you're going to be announcing another Fiend slash Bray Wyatt figure a little bit later in the news. I think my money's going to go towards that instead. And I'm going to wait on another Bray Wyatt down the line that maybe they they change up a little bit because there's just pieces of this figure that are just off and I don't want to pay a premium price for that. Oh my God, dude. You got me on that one, dude. Husky, <laughs> Husky the pig didn't sign off. He hasn't, he hasn't given WWE the rights to use him. <laughs> no, is it Husky or is it Huskus? Husk. It's Huskus, isn't it? Huskus. Husky. Huskus. Either way. Yeah. I like that it's Husky because that's his old name yes. in NXT. So yep. pretty cool. A nice little callback, but yeah, it's, it's definitely missing, missing Huskus. The great Huskus <laughs> who holds out on contracts because of a belly button on a t-shirt oh that was fantastic dude well done thank you all right scott now on to legends wave and we actually have a funny story about this one yours is better than mine because i was so mad when i woke up at 5 a.m that target did a 1 a.m drop on these and i was able to get eddie and i was able to get mr wonderful spoiler alert you guys already know about this i was able to get eddie and i was able to get mr wonderful but pre-orders on jake and warrior were gone dude and okay it would have been nice had there been an announcement hey guys at 1 a.m pacific we're going to be putting up a pre-order okay fine most people would have set their alarms or just stayed up or called in sick to work the next day and pulled an all-nighter whatever right but let's not overlook the fact that a 1 a.m pacific pre-order on figures that's kind of strange, right? Like normally, like even with the the Hasbro, the, the G.I. Joe classified wave that I discussed in the uh, Finger Poke Doom segment, that went on sale at 6 a.m. Pacific, which still for me is, that's, I'm not a 6 a.m. person, as I mentioned, but <laughs> 1 a.m. is just like, what? Like, okay, that's cool. You're, you're going to cater to the people that have like night shift or whatever, and maybe they're up. They haven't started their shift yet. They have no problem jumping on. I mean, look, tweakers need figures too, right? Maybe like that was geared towards the tweakers and also the people who have night shift. And we're going to help them out with this weird, god-awful 1 a.m. Pacific pre-order time. That's a big WTF moment in, in toy pre-order history, dude, if you ask me. 1 a.m., seriously? Nothing against people who stay up late, but come on, man. 1 a.m. on a Thursday night? Or technically Friday morning? I... I don't get that at all. That was a target issue. That was not Mattel's call. Oh, nothing to do with Mattel. Yeah, it was all target. 
Yeah, no, 100% target. This is not Mattel's deal at all. But it was still ridiculous, dude. I mean, like, 1 a.m. Like, seriously? Like, on a Thursday? Like, people got to go to work the next day, so a lot of people are sleeping in. Now, people on the East Coast might be getting up to go to work or go to the gym if their gyms are open or whatnot. But people on the West Coast are asleep. So what the hell, you know? But again, yeah. we want to preface that the Mattel had nothing to do with that. This was no. all this was all Target. 100%. Yeah, even 4 a.m. Eastern is super early. Like you said, maybe they're getting up early for the gym. Uh, who knows, dude? Who knows? But with all of that venom that we just spewed at Target for their weird-ass pre-order time, I do have kind of a funny story about this. Please go into it, because you told me about this. So I was like, you son of a... <laughs> so I texted you Friday morning, and I'm like, dude, did you get your orders in, or your pre-order in for the new Legends series, Series 7? And you're like, no, man, I missed Warrior, and um, I was only able to get uh, Paul Orndorff and Eddie Guerrero. And I'm like, oh, well, I only got Warrior. And you're like, whoa, 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 how did you get Warrior? He's been gone for hours. And that's when I told you this interesting, very interesting story. So about <laughs> 2 a.m. Pacific time, 2 a.m., I wake up, got to pee. On my trip to the bathroom, I stepped in a nice big pile of cat barf. <laughs> Normally, I can get up and go to the bathroom and go right back to bed, go right back to sleep. This is the exception when I'm walking from the bed to the bathroom and I step in a big pile of cat puke because now I need to clean it off my foot. I need to clean it off the carpet so nobody else has the misfortune of stepping in cat barf in the early a.m. Get my foot clean, get the carpet cleaned, go to the bathroom, go back to bed. Now I can't go back to sleep. I'm awake because I'm pissed off at the cat and I can't get back to sleep. So I did what I probably shouldn't have done. I should have just like closed my eyes and tried to go to sleep, but I picked up my phone. And I jumped on Twitter and a huge, huge thanks to the great Soda Hunter, which by the way, if the song You Got a Friend in Me was a person, it would be Soda because Soda, what you did for me on Friday, I can't thank you enough. I, I saw your tweet that the pre-orders for Series 7 Legends went live on Target about an hour earlier. I'm like, oh, awesome. I'm already awake. I may as well jump on and order them. So I went on. I really, really looked at all four of them and ultimately just decided to get the warrior figure. I've expressed my love for that figure. I won't do it anymore. It's outstanding. And the duster that comes on it is just gorgeous. So I just pre-ordered my warrior, rolled back over, and about an hour later went back to sleep. Didn't know about the craziness about Series 7 that it had sold out almost, what, within like two or three hours. They were gone by the time a lot of people uh, woke up Friday morning and was just super thankful that my cat puked and Soda posted a tweet about the pre-orders. So that's how I got the Warrior. It was just a happy accident, right? Yes, a happy accident, as the great Bob Ross would say, of stepping in cat puke and making a huge mistake of checking my phone. Because once I get on my phone, that's it. Brain is engaged. Things are going on upstairs, and I can't stop it. That means I can't fall asleep. But at the end of it all, I was able to get my pre-order in for an Ultimate Warrior, who I think is going to be the hottest figure out of this one. Now, the Jake is outstanding. The Jake is a nice callback to his LJN figure, which I love. But I've already got the Hall of Fame Jake up on the wall. I like that one a lot, so I'm actually passing. It, my mind may change when I see him in the store, but for now, I've passed on the pre-order and only got the Warrior. 
So as you guys know for Legend Series 8, it is Warrior. Warrior will be coming with the jacket slash duster that a lot of people were excited about. Uh, it was funny too because on the message boards, there were people nitpicking the duster. Really? Because I guess there were some design flaws on the front, but it still looks so good. Like that artwork on the back was just so awesome. I was like, okay, I can overlook the front part. And as you guys know, Eddie will be coming with I'm Your Poppy t-shirt with a blonde crop top hair. Jake will be the variant. As you guys do know, Jake will be in the maroon for the variant and green tights. He'll be coming with a snake and a bag. And Paul Orndorff will have the red Mr. Wonderful robe. How, I'm, so, I'm actually shocked you didn't get Mr. Wonderful, dude. No, I looked at it and you know what? Ultimately, I like the Jack's Classic better than this one. Nothing against Paul Orndorff. I think they did a great job on the Paul Orndorff basic that came out a few years ago. But in a premium design figure like the Elite Legends Series 8, I go back and I look at my Jack's Classic Superstar that's on the wall signed. And I like that one better. So there's no reason for me to purchase this one and put it up next to it. I like that one better. So that's why I passed on this one. It's still good. It definitely looks better than the Creator Wrestler head Paul Orndorff rendering that we saw. <laughs> but just a preference, I like the Jack's Classic better. So I passed on this one. Moving on to WWE Mattel Legends Wave 9. This one I was excited about because welcome back Nikolai Volkov. And this will be when he became American or he was like pro-USA. Yes. So he's, got the, he's got the US flag on the right hip of his trunks. Welcome back Nikolai Volkov. Been a long time. We've been waiting for you. Yeah, very cool. So now that we know he's back in the fold, you got to wonder if they're going to do a uh, DiBiase Corporation Nikolai in his sense tights or trunks. Fingers crossed. Yes, I'm very hopeful for that. Speaking of Ted DiBiase, he will also be in Legends Wave 9. He'll be in the black outfit and black and gold, I should say. Very reminiscent of his first series Hasbro. Love it. The variant, I actually love this variant. Ted will be in a gray suit and will come with the million dollar title. Yeah, both of those, it's going to be hard not to get both. Right, because it's two unique looks on DiBiase. You get his Hasbro look in the black outfit. And then you get that, I believe it was WrestleMania 4 that he wore that silver one. So, just fantastic DiBiase. Legends Wave 9 is shaping up really nicely so far. DiBiase will have an extra head as well. Now we're on to Legends Wave 10. DDP, he'll have his traditional DDP jacket slash vest. And I thought this was kind of cool accessory. Even Eric Arana even pointed this out. He'll have that like microphone that kind of draped over the side of his face. Yes. It's like a yoga microphone type deal. Yeah, very, very cool figure. Now, here's the one that I popped for. Same. Yeah, Legends Wave 10, Brutus the Barber Beefcake. This will be in his 1986 look, 1985-86 look. Yes, the regular will be him in yellow gear, so yellow tights, purple gloves that went up to about the elbow, and this is where I popped silver tag title. Now, if you go back and you look at old school pictures of the tag title, the WWF tag title, I should say, it was a very tarnished silver look. It wasn't like a pure gold like you would see later on. It was kind of this tarnished silver look, and I absolutely loved it. The IC title was almost that same way back in 85, 86. Yep. So they added that silver tag title to this. I popped huge. I loved it. Beefcake will also have glasses and a bow tie. 
very reminiscent of Beefcake in 85, 86. And I love this because we don't have a lot of figures with this particular look of Beefcake, right? We got the LJN, but everything after that has been like 89, 90, 91 Beefcake with the longer hair. We've gotten very, very few figures with him in the shorter hair in this particular look. The inclusion of the silver tag team title is outstanding. I know a lot of people are going to want to buy two beefcakes just to get two tag titles because you can now put one on the Greg Valentine Legends figure and you've got the tag team champions from 85-86. This is an outstanding beefcake. If the figure is close to the rendering, it is going to be a home run. I love the inclusion, as you said, Jeff, of that old tag team title from 85-86. It's outstanding and I can just picture the Greg Valentine Legends and this Beefcake Legend side-by-side side with the tag titles on. Now we almost just need a Valiant figure, right? To put next to him with a cigar. Yep. And Scott, pop quiz. Who did the dream team of Beefcake and Valentine beat to earn those tag titles? Uh, they beat the U.S. Express. Very good. Yep. The U.S. Express had actually lost the titles to Sheik and Volkov at WrestleMania 1. And then won them back from Sheik and Volkov. And then lost them to the dream team. Who then lost him to the British Bulldogs? Who then lost him to the Hart Foundation? And all right, so all right, all right. We get it, we get it, we get it. We can keep going. <laughs> I know we could. We've done this many times in line for Space Mountain. <laughs> Nerd! <laughs> <laughs> Sticking with Legends Wave 10, the variant will be Beefcake, but he'll be in blue. Still the silver tag title, glasses, and bow ties. That will be the Legends Wave up to Wave 10. Now let's jump over to the Ultimate Edition Wave six. This one also kind of showed a little bit early. The Rock, he'll be coming with three heads. He'll have a yelling scan, a very stoic face, and one with one eyebrow up. He'll be coming with a mic, glasses, the 1999 heavyweight title, that big circular title that they were doing back in 99, and the infamous Brahma Bull shirt. Scott, are you getting this? Probably not. I haven't actually bought any of the Ultimate Editions yet. But you're about to get to my first purchase. Charlotte? That would be the one. Oh, okay. So Charlotte will be in a pink robe, extra head with the smiling face. You're getting this, huh? Love that Charlotte figure, dude. The robe alone is worth the price of admission. I've got to have that Charlotte figure in my collection. I think it's outstanding. Will look great hung up on the wall. And if I ever meet her, this figure has now surpassed her other elite in the blue robe as the one to get signed. Yeah, I can imagine a Posca blue paint pen. Posca's the brand. Blue yes. paint pen signed over that pink. Oh, dude, it's going to look fantastic. It's funny, yeah. too, because one of my favorite autographs is the ringside exclusive Bret Hart from Mattel, where he was in all pink. Yes. I had Bret sign in a blue paint pen. And it's one of my favorites because the blue stands out, the pink stands out, just the contrast of colors. I love it. I absolutely love it. So anyways... How do you think paint, white paint would look over the figure as opposed to blue? Over Charlotte's? Yes. Go with blue. Trust me, dude. Okay. And that was my concern because my first thought was white, but the packaging itself on the outside is white. And I'm like, maybe that would bleed a little bit too much. So I like your call on the blue. So if I no. ever meet her, that figure's getting signed in blue paint per your recommendation. Good call. Ultimate Edition Wave 7. We mentioned Hogan back at Access where you have three hoods total, NWO title, Feather boa, bandana, and sunglasses. But the other person in Wave 7 is The Fiend. He will have an extra head, jacket, and he will be coming with that Fiend title. Now, 
I'd like to point out that is the second new title that they have shown off so far in San Diego Comic-Con this year. So, in my opinion, this is the strongest Ultimate Edition wave yet. 100%. Hogan as the NWO, The Fiend with the jacket. Great. Great assortment. I'm definitely buying both. I might buy two Hogans because that Hogan is so on point. And Soda, again, to bring up Soda actually pointed out that with this Hogan figure, because he comes with an extra head, you can recreate that moment on Nitro where Hogan was holding his own head up. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was feuding with either Warrior or Sting or somebody. They're playing mind. I think it was Warrior playing mind games with him. He's holding his own head. You can totally recreate <laughs> that moment with this figure. Look, these two guys in figure form are near perfect. That Bray with the jacket the Hogan with the feather boa, the title, what an assortment. I'm definitely buying both of those. So I haven't jumped into the ultimate edition pool yet, but come wave six with Charlotte and then into wave seven, I'm going to have three of the, of the assortment so far. Jumping up to ultimate edition wave eight edge. He'll have the metal horn hands and he will have two heads, one serious look and one with like a horror movie look like he's getting all excited to do the spear and he has his hair pulled back and, Yes, so this would be reminiscent of his return at the Royal Rumble. Yes. And this will now be the fourth Ultimate Edition figure that I'm buying. So they've got me hook, line, and sinker now, right? They haven't sucked me into the Motu crossover yet, but these are going to be my first purchases in the Ultimate Editions. These showings on the Ultimates, like I said, hook, line, and sinker, they've got me. The money is literally being vacuumed out of my wallet as we speak. And here comes the fifth guy that Scott's in a purchase, Macho Man. Two heads total, hat and glasses, very reminiscent of his Hasbro. Yeah, you can hear my wallet crying at this point, right? I love <laughs> this Macho Man. These assortments that you're rattling off for the Ultimate Editions, these are the guys I've wanted since they announced it. Now they're hitting exactly what I'm asking for. Now they're going to get my money on them. I can't wait to have these in hand. But the problem that I have is, as I mentioned with Hogan, maybe buying two I might have to get two fiends as well. I might have to get two edges. That moment when he came back at the Royal Rumble, I go back and watch it now. It's like watching when the Hardys returned at WrestleMania a few years ago. Goosebumps, dude. Like you can literally feel the energy pushing through you. Like you get that feeling like, oh man, this is amazing. You get the goosebumps. You get these figures and you're able to relive those moments. So getting that edge for me is a no-brainer. Well, you better keep hoping that Hasbro keeps pumping out these repaints of G.I. Joe figures so you don't have to buy repaints. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, make it easy for me to pass on your figures, please. There's lots of other toy companies clamoring for my money right now. <laughs> going back to Mr. T figures, they are going to release a WWE Elite Collection 2-pack. It will be Mr. T and Roddy Piper from WrestleMania 2. Scott, you called it, so here it is. Both will have soft goods robe. They did not show off the robes, but these were renderings. Both had boxing gloves. Mr. T from WrestleMania 2, Piper from WrestleMania 2 as well. Piper had the plaid shorts on with the WWE logo in the right quad area. Beautiful figures, definitely a must. Oh yeah, there's no doubt about it, dude. If you're gonna do an Elite 2 pack, do it off of an iconic moment in wrestling history. Now, you can say what you will about the match itself, but you can't deny the star power that Mr. T brought to the WWF brand back in 1986. This moment, this two-pack of figures, 
perfectly captures both guys in their heyday. And I'm so happy Mattel got Mr. T under the umbrella and is doing justice to the figures that they're putting out. Say what you will about the San Diego Comic-Con exclusive. The tights weren't right, whatever. But we're getting WrestleMania 1 Mr. T in the Motu line. Here is a direct from WrestleMania 2 Mr. T with Piper. Mattel's doing them right so far, if you ask me. Scott, I'm jumping in with breaking news. <laughs> Second week in a row, dude, we've had breaking news. Yeah, I love it, dude. And we had this during the interview with Eric and Chris from the Full Force podcast. We had the breaking news of the G.I. Joe figures being shown, so you got a natural reaction. Here's breaking news again. I love when this happens. Chella Toy showed off the sculpt art or the rendering of the Nick Aldis figure that we talked about last week. So he will be in a Hasbro form. Yes, you heard that correct, Hasbro form. He will come with red tights, black knee pads. He'll have a logo on the knee pads. Uh, looks like Nick Aldis. The rendering is beautiful, and he's in a Hasbro pose. I'm kind of shocked. Yeah, that's awesome, dude. So now you can fit him in with your retro figures. You can fit him in with your Hasbros. It doesn't look like he comes with a title, but as Jeff said, the rendering looks fantastic. So I'm going to jump on and do my pre-order for sure. So they are going with a confident, serious expression. This is what it says on the rendering. Uh, he will have closed fists. He has the logo on the knee pads, like I said. Articulation mechanism to be confirmed. Arms, head, able to rotate for play or pose. And he has the logo on the back. So that is the sample art that they just showed off for the Nick Aldis figure. It looks like the mechanism that he has will be Macho Series 1. Nice. That was breaking news right as we were recording. Dude, I love breaking news. Beautiful. <laughs> okay, we got more to get into. I need to shut up. <laughs> I love the breaking news music. It's fantastic. That's a must purchase, though. That figure looks great. I love that they went with the Macho Man Series 1 mechanism. That's one of the all-time classics, tried and true. Good on them. It's got my money. I'm going to go pre-order it. All right, Scott Elite 78. Randy Orton... He'll have a Polly Pocket style vest. Kofi, he will have multicolored tights, SmackDown tag title, and a plate of pancakes. Matt Riddle, he will have a soft goods jacket, golden white trunks, removable flip-flops, headband. Dude, you know what would be cool is if they put Matt Riddle in the Motu crossover line, and his gimmick is a little button on his back that when you push it, his legs kick out, and his flip-flops are like weapons at that point, and they like take out their enemies. R-Truth, he will have a white glove on his right hand, 24-7 title. Naomi, the glow-in-the-dark Naomi, is back for Elite 78. She will have the glow-in-the-dark title and jacket. Drake Maverick, 24-7 Maverick shirt, wanted R-Truth poster. I love that gimmick of the poster. Yes, and the figure itself is outstanding too. Yep. And superstar Billy Graham, he'll have the tie-dye shirt multiple heads where you will have the 70s look Billy Graham or the managing Don Morocco look of superstar Billy Graham pink tights as well I love the Billy Graham the face on it is so good no Jeff I love that figure as well if you ask me that may have been the showing of San Diego Comic-Con they totally did the superstar Billy Graham figure justice in fact, I, w I wanted to show somebody so bad, I asked my wife, I'm like, do you know who Superstar Billy Graham is? And she's like, I kind of know the name. And I showed her, and I don't think she could have been less interested, but I had to show somebody. I was so excited about that figure. I love that they're able to capture two generations of Superstar Billy Graham from, like you mentioned, when he was manager of Don Morocco, 
and when he was at the height of his um, wrestling days. Love it. I would have liked an old school WWF heavyweight title included with him. But overall, that figure for me, that's a 10. 100% that figure is a 10. I agree. That face of superstar Billy Graham managing Don Morocco is spot on. That's one of those scary good spot on figures. Yes. It's up there with Nia Jax. Would you agree? Yes. But Nia Jax might have been Trump this year. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. And moving along to Elite 79, Roman, he'll have two heads, one with his hair pulled back in a ponytail and the other with the hair down and with raw title. Daniel Bryan, he'll come with two heads as well, one with short hair, the other with his old school Elite. uh, Actually, I shouldn't say it's old school. I forget what series it was, but the Elite with the hair down and it came with the hemp title. Dude, and you know, I like this idea that they're rolling with. We just talked about the superstar Billy Graham coming with two heads that capture two generations of Billy Graham. They've done the same thing here with Daniel Bryan, where you can actually have Daniel Bryan from like 2014, and you can have current day Daniel Bryan with the short hair, or even 2010 Daniel Bryan with the short hair. I love that they're going with two different looks. They did it with Roman as well, but I mean, pulled back Roman and hair and face Roman isn't the same as getting two different generations of Daniel Bryan or two different generations of superstar Billy Graham. I like that that is a trend that seems to be going with Mattel WWE, and I'm I'm all for it. I love it. Big E will come with a plate of pancakes and the SmackDown title. Xavier Woods with braided hair. He's going to be coming with two heads. One is the braided hair where it was neon kind of green, yellow down by the tips. Yeah, it looks very cool. The other head will be Xavier. He'll come with the trombone. And for the fourth title to be revealed up up down down title the other one i forgot to mention 24 7 title is a brand new title as well that's coming out next bobby fish nxt tag title Polly pocket undisputed era shirt hands to do the undisputed era sign and now if it all holds true the greatest female figure ever produced for wrestling figures io shirai she'll have a black jacket with japanese writing on the right side I put down in the notes, best women's figure ever, because that look is so good, dude. Yeah, when you say, nailed it, that is the epitome of that statement. Mattel absolutely knocked this one out of the park. I love that Io Shirai figure. It's outstanding. They couldn't have done it better. And I think you're right, Jeff. The Nia Jax elite may have been knocked off of her perch with this Io Shirai taking the spot. And the Walmart exclusive will be Undertaker 30-year anniversary figure. Now, what is that? It will be coming in a purple box. In the back of the purple box will be the Undertaker symbol as well. And it will be a 30-year anniversary figure to commemorate the Undertaker. Yeah, that one is absolutely a must-purchase. It's commemorating his anniversary. It's special packaging. I don't have a lot of Undertaker figures up on the wall, but that is definitely one that's going to go up on the wall for me. And the variant in this will be Bobby Fish in black trunks. On to Elite 80. Bailey with her updated look. The only thing I had an issue with before I go on to the accessories, which I thought were great, is they kind of gave her a smirking, smiling face. When Bailey first turned, she wasn't... Now, this was a rendering. She wasn't smiling. She was kind of like... Serious Bailey. I usually like expressions on the face, but I don't think the very first Bailey should have had that smiling look. But at the same time, it captures her now 
because now she's all about being smug and snarky and condescending, and she constantly has that kind of smirk on her face. So I think they were going for more of a current look Bailey, as opposed to how Bailey looked the moment she took down the inflatable guy. She also comes with the weapon she used to destroy that wacky waving inflatable too, man. Yeah, it definitely captured an icon. Hey, well, for me, that was an iconic moment for Bailey when she destroyed the inflatable guy with the weapon that comes in the packaging. It, it has solidified her as a heel today. Her and Sasha run raw, dude. And it really set her position in the company and changed the course of her career entirely. So this figure to me is, to coin a phrase, iconic. No, that's Bailey. Iconics <laughs> are Peyton Rice and Billy. I Kay. know, I'm borrowing a phrase, oh, whatever. Oh, oh, all right. It captures an iconic moment in wrestling history. You don't need to yell at me. <laughs> don't you start. Don't you start. <laughs> Moving along with Elite 80, Ricochet, another Ricochet. He'll be coming with a jacket and a hood. Now, on to the figures that I thought were the best figures shown off at San Diego Comic-Con. Eric from Viking Raiders, he will be coming with their headdress. The likeness on this was just so good. Insane. Couldn't say enough good things about it. Also in this series is Ivar, so you don't have to wait till the following series. You get it right here with Elite 80. Also came with the headdress. That scan was fantastic. If these are out, which I think these will be by the end of the year, because they usually do a mad dash during Christmas time, these will be figure of the year, hands down. Yeah, there's not much doubt about it at this point. Both guys are full entrance gear, full headdresses. The scans, you can't get any better with them. And these are two examples of Mattel doing their finest work. I love the Viking Raiders in this series. Definite purchases, definite signatures if you ever get to meet them. Out standing figures might even warrant buying two just so you can open a set they are that good also in elite 80 kyle o'reilly regular version will be camo gear hands to do the undisputed era and nxt tag title so you compare him with bobby fish undisputed era shirt the variant will be kyle in black gear kevin owens updated tattoo work and molded shirt that says stun owens stun ladder and a briefcase i love the new look that they gave kevin owens you like that figure I do. I didn't think it was bad, dude. His eyes looked weird to me. How so? I don't know. They He almost looked super tired. Like, I, I don't know. There was something around the eyes because I kind of zoomed in on the face a little bit. It's okay. It's not my favorite KO figure. It's it's just okay. I don't, there was something off about it to me. I don't know. Again, just personal opinion. Just there seemed something off with it. I read 50-50 on this one. People liked it. People didn't like it. And, and I'm a huge KO fan, so like KO figures to me, I, I buy quite a few of them. But this is one I think it may look different in hand, but the picture that I saw, it, it just looked off to me, so it might be a pass. The Target exclusive will be Rocky Johnson. Purple rope, purple tights, that has RJ on the hip. Rocky Johnson coming into the Mattel line, dude. I love it. I absolutely love it. What a cool name to bring into the Mattel family and the WWE line. The figure looks outstanding. They absolutely captured Rocky Johnson. A great figure to put up on the wall next to The Rock. Love it. Great figure. Let's jump down to Elite 81. Bianca Belair. She'll have glasses, white gear with kisses on it. Angelo Dawkins, red Street Profits gear. Montez Ford, red Solo Cup, red jacket, crown, chain, and glasses as well. You mentioned that they needed the red solo cup in with a Montez Ford figure. Well, you got it, Scott. 
Yeah, and let me just say, I bought the basics for all three of these as well. Street Profits and Bianca. And I guarantee you, I am buying the elites of all three as well. Super talented. Cannot wait to have these elites up on the wall. They look great. Also, and this is stunning Steve Austin. He comes with the WCW tag belt, the scene marker, and a gray vest. That is a must-have figure. Yeah, and it almost makes you wish that they had announced Pillman as well to go along with Stunning Steve. You had mentioned, Jeff, that the scene marker had to be included. If you got a Stunning Steve from the Hollywood Blondes, here it is. You get the gray vest and you get the WCW tag belt. Another new title announced that we're getting. So I believe it was Steve Ozer who had said more titles are coming. He wasn't lying. This is what, the fifth now, Jeff? Yes, yeah, this is the fifth new title that we've seen out of the announcement so far. Great looking figure. It's like they pulled the Hollywood Blondes out of the television and handed you a stunning Steve figure. Perfect rendition of them. I love it, and it's a must purchase. They really hit it out of the park with all the new titles that are coming in. They and did. I'm, I'm so excited about that, dude. Like, yeah. legit so excited about all these new titles. And I know... A lot of people are like, but you keep a mint on card. But you know what? Even a mint on card, the belt makes it. It does. It helps the figure. Like Scott always talks about, that Macho Man WrestleMania 3 defining moment needed the IC title. Yes, he lost the belt that night, but he entered the ring with that title. The belt would have made it. There are figures that they put into packages, and if they didn't have it, it would just be plain. Yeah. So to me, them coming out with more belts, I am here for this. Yeah, 100%. And you're you're now just waiting for that announcement that Pillman is coming back in and they're going to put him in his Hollywood Blondes outfit so you can pair him up with the Stone Cold. Or, I'm sorry, the stunning Steve Austin. <laughs> and for Elite 81, Walmart exclusive, Mae Young. She will be coming with a crown and trophy to go along with the Mae Young figure. So Mae Young is now... The Walmart exclusive for Elite 81. Yeah, great addition. And I and now you have a Mae Young Classic trophy. How cool is that? I didn't think we'd ever see that in figure form, but here it is. Scott, we're moving on to Elite 82. Alexa Bliss, women's tag title. Very nice. first time. Yep, very first time women's tag title has been shown off. Jerry Lawler, he'll have his 93 look with another crown. Keith Lee, he'll have a gray and pink jacket. Very reminiscent of the Ted DiBiase Legends, where he is in silver and pink or gray and pink. And he will have gray and pink trunks. John Morrison, they just showed off the John Morrison figure, no extra accessories. And the one that a lot of people were upset about, Scott. (laughs) Not very happy. Rob Gronkowski, 24-7 title, WWE Mike, and those 80s sunglasses that ball players used to wear. So Rob Gronk shows up in WWE for a cup of coffee and boom, immediately has an action figure. What was the Chris Rock line from one of his standups here today? Gone today, gone, (laughs) already gone, but we're going to have an action figure to memorialize, I guess his, his very few appearances in WWE, but yuck, yuck would be a, a word for this. But you know what? I bet you people will buy it up. Oh, for sure. And the fact that it's going to come with the 24-7 title might be reason enough if people miss out on the R-Truth. Maybe they'll grab this one just to get the title. Uh, If you need a jobber 
for your figure feds, this would be suitable. If you need a fan in your pay-per-view arena <laughs> uh, figure photographers, this would be a, a suitable addition for that. I'm trying to think of other, um, I don't know. You have a hole in your concrete. This would be a suitable replacement for filling with more concrete would be this figure. <laughs> would you like to keep going? No, I think I'm done. I think I think I've gotten my yuck across on this one. I will say this, that people are going to buy that because it's going to be, as of right now, we can't predict the future, obviously. As of right now, this is going to be the only Gronk figure. So I think a lot of people are going to buy it because it's only it's going to be his only elite. Granted, he's had McFarlane sports figures. He's had Funkos. But as far as a WWE Mattel elite figure, I think this figure is going to fly off the pegs. I honestly do. It very well could. And again, I'm, maybe our opinions are in the minority, but we'll see. We'll definitely see. It just uh, the guy was there for what two months, if even that. Yeah, yeah maybe two. And, and he got a figure. There are people that have been the WWE for years and are just getting their first figure. But again, they don't have the name brand recognition that Gronk does. So that's totally why he's getting a figure. But ugh, yuck would be a word. And you know me, as a Bills fan, dude, I hate Gronkowski. I oh, hate I know. that he signed with WWE. But honestly, as far as looking at reality, that figure's in a move. And the figure that all of us went bonkers for, Walmart exclusive for Elite 82, Davy Boy Smith and Scott, they were listening to you with Matilda. Damn you, dude. Why did you have to throw Matilda out there? Because I love Matilda. Absolutely love Matilda. When my wife and I, we were actually kind of on Twitter at the same time and I was showing her the new figures. We saw that Davy Boy was coming with Matilda. Both of us popped, dude. Like there were a few figures that we saw that popped us. This is absolutely one that as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh my God, he comes with Matilda. Like, Absolutely loved it. We're getting the British Bulldogs tag team era look out of Davy Boy. Are are Mattel going to pull, or is Mattel going to pull an LJN move here and only give us Davy Boy and not Dynamite, a la giving us Axe but not Smash or Warlord and not Barbarian? I really hope not, because I don't want to have to get out my torches and my pitchforks and march to Mattel headquarters and start protesting. <laughs> we don't want to have to do that. I'm holding out hope that we get dynamite because you can't give us Davy Boy in this beautiful look. The figure is outstanding. They nailed the head sculpt. The outfit is spot on. The addition of Matilda is perfect. It needs it needs dynamite, dude. I'm I'm telling you, you cannot give me this figure and not give me dynamite. I'm gonna need like four of these figures, dude. Well, here's the other part of it too: is there are people out there, Warren Warsman, who make He's, he's one example, that make custom heads. So here is the body. All you need is the head for dynamite. If, if Mattel does not give us dynamite, there are people that do make custom heads. All you need to do is pop that custom head on this body, and you've got the British Bulldogs from the mid to late 80s. I popped huge for this. I went nuts when I saw it next to Stunning Steve Austin on the rendering. I, dude, I went nuts. I was like, ah, duh, Matilda, no, why? But I know you're excited about Matilda, and I'll take it with the figure. So, Yes, you can just picture Dynamite and Davy Boy on your shelf with Matilda right in between them. Oh, man, that's going to look so great. But Mattel needs to give us Dynamite. And let me throw this out there, too. This figure needs to come with the tag team title. Yes, it needs to come with that silver one that 
Brutus comes with in the Mattel Elite Legends. Yeah, because that was the strap that they won off of the Dream Team at WrestleMania 2. So he needs that tag title. Correct. But they have so many accessories with this figure that if it doesn't come with the tag title, you can always pop the one off of Brutus, give it to Davey Boy. Yeah, that's true. That is Elite 82. Moving on to Elite 83 that was shown. Uh, Actually, I should say the only one they did show was Baron Corbin. Now, mind you, Sasha has already been announced for this line. Baron Corbin will be the second figure in Elite 83. He will come with a beautiful robe, actually. I got to give him props on that robe. I thought they crushed it. He will have a scepter and another crown. This is also the third crown. Mae Young crown, Jerry Lawler crown. Now we have Baron Corbin crown. Beautiful looking Baron Corbin figure. They absolutely captured King Corbin perfectly. And crowns and title belts seem to be the running trend. And I'm all for it, dude. All for it. I love it. Elite 84, Angel Garza. He'll have light blue trunks. Rhea Ripley. And last, Kushida. He'll have the orange vest, the glasses. I'm all for this figure. Being a huge New Japan fan that I am, I want this figure. I can't wait for this figure. And we'll be getting this figure. Yeah, let's hear it for the NXT brand showing up in Elite 84. Angel Garza obviously was in NXT for a quick minute. Rhea Ripley, former champion. Kushida, most likely a future champion. NXT showing up big in Elite 84. I like it. The exclusives, Walmart or Target, were not announced for this one. And Elite 87, they showed out the grayed out rendering for Candice LeRae. They just only showed out the grayed out sculpt. No accessories, just grayed out. Not enough to go off of to get a uh, visual or anything off of that, but that's okay. Candice will be in Elite 87. Now, on to what I popped huge for, Scott. In fact, you have been clamoring for this since we started the show four and a half years ago. Yeah, it's been an ongoing begging fest on my part. I'm going to let you announce this. This is the WrestleMania Celebration Series, and it consists of Andre the Giant and Randy Macho Man Savage, both from WrestleMania 3. What sets these apart, because we've gotten Macho Man from 3, we've gotten Andre, this comes with the WrestleMania ring carts that would bring the performers to and from the ring. I can't tell you how excited and how far my heart jumped when I saw that they were putting out ring carts finally. It's not just us, dude. A lot of people clamor and beg for these ring carts. And Mattel has listened and Mattel has delivered. Both guys, Andre and Macho, come with the ring cart. Buy both. Buy one. However many you buy, buy ten. Show them that we want more ring carts and more things of this nature to go along with our play sets. I'm hopeful that the ring carts are able to accommodate two people at least. Because if you got to get a cart, it's got to be able to hold Bobby and Andre. It's got to hold Liz and Macho. It's got to hold Ricky and George the Animal Steel. It's got to hold Hogan and his ego and his title. It has to be able to accommodate multiples. Now, am I asking for too much? I don't know. Maybe. If it holds one, eh, I'll take it. I'm super happy we're getting ring carts. That's the bottom line. And kudos to Mattel for listening and delivering. I am very excited about this. I don't. I may have purchased both, one to open, one to keep in the package. Like maybe keep Savage in the package. I don't know, dude. Either way, I'm just stoked. We just got a ring cart. It's it's so great. 
I am absolutely stoked. We have been begging for this. We have been asking for this. We have just, whatever. This was one of the biggest things at San Diego Comic-Con, in my opinion. The ring cart, Davey, Stunning Steve, multiple belts. So far, they had a solid, solid showing. But we're not done, Scott. We are not done. And actually, I don't want to gloss over the ring cart. They do have the turnbuckles in there that has the WWE logo. Obviously, can't do WWF. It's got the ropes, red, white, and blue ropes on it. Blue cart. Love it. Absolutely love it. Continuing on with the WrestleMania Elite Series, a very underrated figure. And a lot of people weren't talking about this. China. She'll have her purple gear and the old school women's title. A lot of people kind of skimmed over that one. I thought that was a very underlooked figure by a lot of collectors. It really is, dude. And had you not already seen Io Shirai earlier, this one might have been in the conversation to trump the Nia Jax elite because this captures her WrestleMania 17 gear and the inclusion of the women's title in this that she actually won at that event. Dude, this figure's outstanding. Like Mattel, this is only their second China offering now. They are totally doing service to her with this figure. They did the first one perfectly. This one is even better than the first one, but they're excellent. They are incredible. And as I said, had you not already seen Io Shirai earlier, this one might be in the conversation to take that mantle from Nia Jax Elite. Yeah, it's funny too, because it's difference a year makes. Like last year, everybody popped when they showed the China rendering. Well, this year, like this was so underlooked. I surprised nobody really talked about it. Oh, it's outstanding. Not many people talked about it on Twitter. Uh, Some people talked about it on the message boards, but overall, it was so underlooked. And I was just like, what am I missing? Like, why aren't you guys talking about that? But anyways, that's my opinion about the China figure. I think it looked great. And I agree with you. If it wasn't for Io Shirai, this would have been the best women's figure. Agree. Agree. Goldberg with the SmackDown title. Another Edge figure with his WrestleMania 22 look. He'll have the cutoff sleeve jacket wood bat and metal horns hands and another figure that i am stoked about dude and i know a lot of people are like oh it's another Shawn michaels but this is Shawn michaels from wrestlemania 9 but the thing that put this one above any other Shawn michaels figure he had that jacket that he wore to the ring it had those chains with the crosses at the end of it yep i loved that gear that Shawn wore to the ring that night and they captured it big time with this figure, dude. I am in love with this figure. I will be getting all of these because if you purchase all of these, you will be able to do a build a figure with, and Scott, damn you, because they're listening to you. <laughs> Paul E. Ellering, and you son of a bitch, Rocco. <laughs> Eller- Ellering will have two different heads, one of his old school look and one of his look that you could actually accompany AOP down to the ring with in their NXT days. Are you happy about, are you happy with yourself? Look what you did. (laughs) Just threw my notes down. I was getting messages from people that are like, dude, they must be listening because now you're getting Rocco. Like the the dummy, the Legion of Doom dummy. Oh, it's incredible what Mattel has done this year. Every year, Mattel seems to get better with their offerings at San Diego Comic-Con. And this year is no exception. They have outdone themselves. 
between Davy Boy and Superstar Billy Graham, Io Shirai, the China figure from uh, WrestleMania 17. But to give us Rocco the Dummy, not only that, two versions of Paul Ellering, one that can manage Legion of Doom slash Road Warriors, or the Disciples of Apocalypse, or the Authors of Pain, and to give us Rocco the Dummy? Unbelievable, dude. Unbelievable. Here's my only concern with them doing this. Because we know people to open packages and take parts that they want and insert crappier parts or whole figures and insert crappier figures. Is Rocco going to be a two-piece figure where you have to break open two packages to get him? Or is Rocco going to be a single figure to where now figure swappers can come in, open the package, and just take Rocco out if all they want is Rocco? That's my only concern with the Rocco piece is people plucking him out of the packages. But what this does to me now is... A, I have to purchase this whole WrestleMania series because I've got to have Rocco and Paul Ellering. The second thing that it does to me is now it forces me to look at motorcycles that the Legion of Doom are going to be able to sit comfortably on because I've got to have that SummerSlam 92 where they rode to the ring on the motorcycles and had Rocco strapped to the front of the bike. And you have to paint some shoulder pads gold. I need gold shoulder pads. Absolutely. Now this, I would say, opens the doors for those Legion of Doom figures to be made. Now, whether or not that's from Mattel, whether or not that's going to be from Storm or Super 7, it remains to be seen. But this opens the door for needing those gold shoulder pads SummerSlam 92 Legion of Doom figures. I ripped my notes, actually, when I threw my fake temper tantrum. <laughs> you, <laughs> you really hate I, Rocco. Oh, dude, I did not want that dummy on my on that list, but... Look, I hated Rocco, too. It kind of... It, it, it kitted down if that's a word, Legion of Doom, way too much for me, right? They turned the sheep herders into the bushwhackers and the sheep herders were like a cage match blood team into this kid-friendly tag team that was the bushwhackers. And it seemed like they tried to take Legion of Doom as these ass kickers from Chicago and give them this, this dummy with them and just make them like a kid version of Legion of Doom. And I hated them for that. But as years have gone on, it's kind of laughable. And the fact that Mattel is now making a Rocco figure, oh my goodness. Get out of here with that. I love you, Mattel. Matilda, Rocco, and Raincarts. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> stuff we've been clamoring, well, stuff Scott's been clamoring for. I, I wanted the Raincarts, not Matilda and Rocco. Damn Al you. Almost five years of pissing and moaning and begging for these things. And hey, 2020 may have shut us all down, but it gave us those things. Uh, well, that will be the WrestleMania Elite Series, like you said, Scott. I'll have to get all of these. Unfortunately, i got to get a Goldberg figure, but it is what it is. Uh, China, I would have already gotten. Edge, I would have already gotten. Shawn Michaels, I would have purchased. But when you throw in the Build-A-Figure, might as well just drop an extra 20 and get a Goldberg. Who knows? Maybe sell it off. I don't know. Or buy two HBKs. Oh, no, you can't because each figure is a different piece. But are you going to buy two HBKs? I'm thinking about it. Yeah, yeah, it's that good, dude, to where you might need to open one and put it on the open shelf. And, Scott, last, the Brett and Goldberg 2-pack. This is the way it fell on our notes, but Brett and Goldberg 2-pack. Elite 2-pack, I should say. Brett will come with the steel plate, WCW Nitro shirt, the WCW US title, extra Goldberg head and hands, and Brett's sunglasses. Another new title edition. Yes, I'm sorry I have to end on such a sour note. 
that bread is terrible. Um, it's very Toy Biz-esque. The glob of hair, I don't understand why they need to keep doing this to us. I can't get over that hair, dude. It just, it it's off-putting. I have heard from other people that have said that they cut the hair off and it looks much better. And I'm like, dude, I've looked at that Ultimate Edition the face and it's terrible. Um, I, I'm sorry I have to end on a bad note because they did have a solid showing. But I, this was awful, dude. I mean, I guess I'm going to get it if I can find it for a good price or something. But honestly, dude, it was bad. Well, it's sort of inaccurate too, right? Like the the Brett figure should come with a hockey jersey, not a nitro shirt. Correct. And at least you're getting the U.S. title with it. So if you're a title completist, you buy this just for the U.S. title. I don't know. I mean, the gold fig- the Goldberg figure isn't bad. But the Brett's not good. That that molded hair has to go. It absolutely has to go. Give him pulled back hair like you do with Drew McIntyre. Don't give Brett the hair in his face sculpt anymore. That that hair's got to go. It's like they had extra heads just laying around with that hair. That's the only thing I can think of. Anyways, it's bad, dude. It's so bad. And I was actually looking forward to this because they had so many opportunities to crush it. You could be wearing the jorts yes. and th- throw in, it doesn't even have to be a Maple Leafs jersey. Just throw in a blue and white jersey. Yeah. I don't know why they had to put them. It is what it is. You know, I may purchase it. I don't know, man. I'm so conflicted on this being a huge Brett fan. I could get both of them to sign it if they're at signings. I, I'm conflicted on this one right now. I don't know what I'm going to do. Because being a huge Brett fan, I try to get all the Brett figures. Yeah, and in my mind, if you're going to try to recapture that moment, Brett should be in accurate clothes. As you said, Jeff, the jorts, the hockey jersey. They got the steel plate right. They got the U.S. title in it. That's great. Goldberg looks fine. So maybe they were going for, like, the match after this moment, and that's why they put Brett in his gear. But all of those things aside, the head sculpt itself, just no, no. (laughs) No more with that hair on Brett. No more. So that rounds out San Diego Comic-Con 2020. Overall, I think Mattel had a solid showing. I know I just crapped all over the Brett and Goldberg 2-pack, but overall it was a solid showing. Like the stunning Steve Austin I talk about, the British Bulldog, the ring carts. They had a really, really good showing. And on top of that, probably the best female figure ever made in Io Shirai. So they had a solid showing. Don't focus on us trashing the Brett, whatever it may be, or the Kevin Owens, whatever it may be. They had a solid, solid showing. Other toy lines had a solid showing as well, even though we did not get our mask toys, unfortunately. I was hoping, holding on by thread, just hoping that maybe we get mask toys. That didn't happen, unfortunately. But overall, a lot of great toys from NECA and Super 7 and everything. It was a good San Diego Comic-Con for what they had to work with. Yeah, I totally agree, Jeff. Thank you, Mattel, for everything that you gave us. And yes, we did end on the Goldberg Brett. Probably shouldn't have. But as you said, let's not let that put a downer on what Mattel gave us. They gave us so much. All of the legends that are coming out, Jeff, it seems like we're getting more legends now. And I'm all for it. I was hoping for retros, some sort of announcement. But we didn't hear anything about that. The Masters of the Universe line is continuing, and it's getting better the Ultimate Editions are now vacuuming money out of my wallet as we speak. Those are incredible. As you said, the Davy Boy figure with Matilda, a Paul Ellering Build-A-Figure from two eras, technically three eras of Paul Ellering, 
and a Rocco dummy? Are you kidding me? But look, I'm going to sum this up with ring carts. Those ring carts, I mean, from the 80s, you had WWF ice cream bars and you had ring carts as some of the things that people still talk about today that aren't around anymore, that people miss. Those ring carts were so iconic from WrestleMania 3. There I go with iconic again. <laughs> you watch WrestleMania 3, you're like, oh, look at those carts. Those are awesome. And now Mattel has given us those. No other company has. There have been some customs that have been made of ring carts. But no figure company has given us ring carts before. Mattel is. And now you can recreate WrestleMania 3 and WrestleMania 6 if you want to with those carts. If those things are big enough to fit two, oh man, wait till the pictures start flowing. A Macho Man and Liz, Bobby and Andre. It's going to be incredible. I can't wait for all of these figures to start hitting the pegs on the pre-orders, you name it. Amazing, amazing offering from Mattel this year at Comic-Con. Tip of the cap to you guys. You guys killed it again. As of right now, it is Sunday and they showed off the Decade of Dominance figures from Walmart. We've already seen those a thousand times. So the Beth Phoenix in Series 2, the Kane, we, we saw those on card and stuff like that. So I, wasn't, I didn't even really put those into the notes. We do have one more day of reveals according to Steve Ozer. So we'll be, whatever's shown tomorrow, Monday, July 27th, that will be on next week's show. But as of right now, this is everything up until Sunday, July 26th. Very solid offering. Don't know if it's my favorite offering of the of Mattel since we've been doing this, Scott. But it was a solid offering. I thought it was really well put together um, for what they had to work with for San Diego Comic-Con this year, 2020. Yeah. So kudos to them and i thought it was very well done i think if they had given us dynamite and if they had given us brian pillman i think this would be my favorite of all time well we have one more day of reveals so but yep. i don't think dynamite's on that list dude hey i'm holding out hope just like you're hoping for mask toys i'm holding out hope for a pillman and a dynamite <laughs> well everything should be rounding up at san diego comic-con now right from all the companies yes sunday is always the last day for comic-con so yes everything would be wrapping up today so that rounds out our show. We're just going to do a quick little outro. I want you guys to check out our buddies, podcast buddies, Breaker and Bane, PPW Podcast, our good boys doing the favor, Eric and Barry, who was making fair fun of the part in my hair that was glorious back in the 90s, dude. <laughs> that part, you know how long it would take me to get that part perfectly down the middle? It took a lot of herbal essence to shampoo. <laughs> no dude that was glorious hair dude how dare they make fun of that part but also check out ryan buds marty and sarah ringside rant lucha libre figures and facts and also and i'm gonna get it right this week boot to the face not boots to the face i pluralized everything dude boot singular jeff just one yes yeah not many boots just one scott roll call Yes, first and foremost, the great, the amazing Jason Wolf, who has the ability to predict the Masters of the Universe Mattel line. It's uncanny, folks. And in addition to that, <laughs> he does incredible artwork. So give the great Jason Wolf a follow on Twitter at JasonWLF. If you need artwork, Jason is your guy. Jeff, I want to throw it out to Manscaped real quick. Guys, if you need to do some grooming this summer and you want to smell good at the same time and you want to trim up your nails, head on over to Manscaped.com. 
Load up your cart with all of the essentials you need from their lawnmower to their shears to their weed whacker. Dump them all in the cart. Get yourself cleaned up. When you go to checkout, use code WFP20. Save yourself 20%. And on top of that, get yourself some free shipping. And Scott, also, let's give a huge birthday shout out to Jason Wolf, our wonderful artist as well. Yes, absolutely. The happiest of birthdays, Mr. Wolf. I hope it's filled with beer and wings and guitar playing and admiring that incredible toy collection that you got going on over there. And Jeff, I want to round it out this week. Just a shout out to some good guys over in Maryland at a store called Eternia Dreams. Very Masters of the Universe based there. These guys are on Facebook Live all the time doing live claim sales. They've got a shop in Maryland. The address is 54 West Baltimore Street in Taneytown. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. It's T-A-N-E-Y-T-O-W-N, Maryland. Name of the shop is Attorney of Dreams. They do live sales from their shop all the time. Their forte is Masters of the Universe and G.I. Joe. If either of those lines float your boat, they do live sales all the time for those. Alan and Brian are killing it over there. Good dudes. You can check them out. They're on Facebook. They're on Instagram. And pretty soon they're going to be on YouTube. But give Eternity of Dreams a follow over on Facebook if you've got Facebook. They do live sales all the time, mostly for Masters of the Universe and G.I. Joe. Good dudes. A lot of fun. Great deals. Solid shipping. I want to point that out. These are vintage toys that they're selling. They make sure that stuff gets to you from their store to your front door in the same condition that it shipped out in. Great guys. Make sure you follow them. And Jeff, that rounds out Roll Call. And actually, Jeff, I'm sorry, one more. Last one, Eagle Moss. If you have a pop culture fan or a WWE fan in your life and you need a gift for that certain someone, head over to Eagle Moss. Give them a follow on Twitter at HeroCollector underscore. Specifically, take a look at their WWE statues. They are incredible. They do an awesome job on them. Eagle Moss on Twitter at HeroCollector underscore. And Jeff, that rounds out Roll Call. All right. For San Diego Comic-Con 2020, anything else? I hope you're all feeling the wallet heat as Jeff and I are going to with these incredible announcements. Stay safe, stay healthy, fig life since 2016, and happy toy hunting. I want to thank everyone for listening to this long, long episode of 236. Hashtag fig life. Adios. Let's go! Jeff and Scott, the Tomb Brothers, busting out the ring. But we don't take it out the box, MOC. Happy toy hunting, we'll see you next week. We're the OGs of WFP. Fully poseable, thank you all for listening. It ain't no storyline, real life siblings. So everybody go and do your toy spotting. Hashtag Fig Life, adios from the Kings.